time to shape up. It's episode 39 of For Our Edification. Thank you so much for joining for Our Edification. I'm Eddie Francis for Our Edification. is brought to you by Edify Ventures, LLC, brand strategy consulting for your people and you. Learn more at edifyventuresnola.com. To check out past episodes of For Our Edification, go to eddiefrancis.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And when something hits you in these conversations, then make sure you email me, eddie at eddiefrancis.com. Okay, so this is going to be a flashback episode of sorts. This is actually from 2018, this interview from the old Eddie Francis podcast show. Yeah, I was so original with the name. And this is a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine, a fraternity brother of mine, Micah Bravo Matthews. Yeah, you're going to find out about the nickname in just a bit. But here's the backstory. Bravo was actually my personal fitness trainer at the time. And I enjoyed the sessions with him so much because of what he poured into the sessions and how he poured into me and how much he cared about me and how I saw how much he cared about his clients not just to get them physically in shape but Bravo seemed to really want to get people in the shape mentally and spiritually as well so I just wanted to learn more about him and what drove him and and his views on fitness and where all of that passion came from so I think you're going to enjoy this conversation I tell you if you like the male form you will definitely enjoy watching the conversation as well I ain't gonna lie bravo he is that dude when it comes to the physique so enjoy this conversation from the old Eddie Francis podcast show all right the views and opinions expressed on for our edification do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the hosts guests or any entities with which we are affiliated Bravo. That's how people know you. That's the way I was introduced to you. Yeah. Explain. Bravo. What's that about? All right. So Bravo started in college. Uh, I didn't co- want to college being Louisiana college, Tech. Louisiana Tech University right. in Ruston, Louisiana, where there's nothing to do. Hey, I'm just being honest. <laughs> except for the grambling. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Except for the grambling. And that's nothing but trouble if you're a brother. So. <laughs> but uh, I didn't want everyone knowing my my real name. Uh-huh. So everybody felt like they knew you, but I'm like, Nobody don't know me here. They just see me because they see me on Facebook. And when Facebook was only college students, I probably started the whole alias thing first mm-hmm. because I had the mistaken identity on there. Uh, I changed my name to Bravo, Johnny Bravo because my favorite cartoon character was Johnny Bravo on Cartoon Network. And so I love my mama. He loved his mama. He had muscles. I had muscles. So I said it kind of fit. So I, I changed to Johnny Bravo. And one day... Everybody was calling me JB, J Bravo, and then my boy AB something one day uh, outside of a dormitory. He said, Hey, yo, Bravo, what's up? And then that's thing you know, it just took off. It just stuck to Bravo, and now he got what? 13 years later? <laughs> so, and Bravo is still here. So, yeah. All right, what about your fitness journey? When did yours begin? So, my fitness journey began, man, high school. I used to be this, believe it or not, don't let the muscles fool you. I used to be this skinny, long face. Brace face kid, like now was scrawny, and it started with my brother, my brother Sean down in New Orleans. Shout out to him. He was like my my role model when it mm-hmm. came to physical perfection. He was big, stocky. He had six pack abs and a huge chest, uh-huh. and way stronger than me. So he used to like I used to always watch him on the football field. And so I said, you know, what? I'm gonna play football because my brother did it. I have to do it too. So <laughs> I went out there and I played ball, and I was just curling everything. And I was like hitting the weights and I would 
I was inspired by it. I like the way the, the girls reacted to the muscles. You know, I was like, man, this, you know, me being a brace face, long face kid, these muscles kind of working out in my favor. And so that's when my fitness journey started because I did it for the attention mm -hmm. and just to like to kind of catch up to my brother, to compete with him because I mm -hmm. wanted to be just like him. And as I got older, I found a passion for it. I saw how it helped people, whether it be mentally, physically, spiritually, uh, get mm -hmm. them in a better mood, uh, help dealing with stress. And it was my outlet to deal with things that I was uh, facing as a child, coming from New Orleans, the mm -hmm. hurricane, you know, the death of my grandma. Fitness was my way mm -hmm. of like breaking away from the hells that I was facing. Mm -hmm. And so, next thing you know, I always loved it. Even though I didn't want to be an engineer, I know mm -hmm. we needed money, so I went to engineer mm -hmm. and Next thing I said, man, you know what? This is what I love to do. Mm -hmm. It's easy for me. And I get people to pay me to do it. What? <laughs> so I said, man, I just walked away and said, fitness is my thing. All right. Now, by the way, uh, for the New Orleanians, shout out to Walter L. Cohen yeah. here. Uh, Walter L. Cohen's finest. Um, yes. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. The one that made it out. <laughs> All right. Now, and you're listening to the Eddie Francis Podcast Show. You're watching the Eddie Francis Podcast Show. I'm with... Micah Bravo Matthews, personal trainer extraordinaire in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, my personal trainer, love working with his brother. And so you go to Louisiana Tech, you graduate in engineering, you get an engineering job here in the DFW area. When did you decide that you were going to be a fitness trainer, personal trainer? It clicked in my head 20, I believe it was 20, so I moved to Dallas in 2013. Mm -hmm. So I left Lufkin because it was have you ever been to Lufkin, Texas? <laughs> trust me. I you know why I left. I didn't realize you were in Lufkin. Yeah, I was in Lufkin, Texas for three hey. years. Okay, Man, gotcha. And trust me, it was it's not the place you want to be if <laughs> you look like me. So. <laughs> but uh but I left out, came to Dallas. Uh, I loved it. I was living in Los Colinas, working for Sharmco Industries. Uh, the job was great, the money was great. I traveled, I've been to Africa, been around the world, all around the country, and it was fun, but I was losing out on just living. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I really saw we did all this time in school and I'm just putting all the time into work, but I'm not really enjoying life, mm -hmm. right? And so it was 20, I believe it was 2015. Mm -hmm. My father was sick and I told my boss, I said, hey, I need to take off this weekend. I'm going home. And they responded with, we need you on this job. And I was like, oh, wow. well, I need to be back home. It was like, we need you on this job. We met, we short on men. And so that kind of just set the light off for me. I felt that my employer cared more about, you know, income and as they mm -hmm. should, but I'm like, they didn't have much of my interest in, in mind. Right. And so with that, I prayed about it. I did a lot of reading that year. That was 2015. I did a lot of reading, a lot of personal development. And I just said, man, you know what? I'm going to trust God, take a leap of faith, and I'm going to just walk away. So mm -hmm. at the end of 2015, I prayed about it. Mm -hmm. I put in my two-week notice, and then on December 31st, that was my last day, turned in my truck, my keys, everything. Mm -hmm. It was risking it all, and I said, man, I'm going to do something I love to do. Mm -hmm. I can make my own schedule, you know, mm -hmm. I can help people I'm giving back, because mm -hmm. an engineer, some people may feel like they're giving back in their own way, but I didn't feel like I was doing enough for mm -hmm. what I cared about. My, what I care about are people. Mm -hmm. So I would rather connect with people more from a physical uh, standpoint and helping them better themselves, whether it be mentally, physically, and spiritually. And and I like to pray. Mm -hmm. So I pray with everybody. Mm -hmm. I said, now I'd rather do this. Mm -hmm. So and I walked away. And I 2018 now, mm -hmm. three years strong. Yeah. So now look so looking back at the engineering gig, and I mean there you obviously had a lot of coworkers who 
they they were faced with that kind of decision. No. Um, either take care of something going on at home or do the job. And they decided to do the job. Yeah. They decided to stick with the job. Did you see a conflict in them or did you look at any of them and, and you know, not to begrudge their decisions because their decisions are their decisions, but did you look at them and you could and you said to yourself, I can see you're struggling with this decision. Or I can see that you, you're a little bit on the colder side and you have somebody. I mean, what, what did you see out of them as they chose work over family? Well, first, one thing that hit me probably my first month, I was uh, riding with James Kerbison, like real cool dude. Shouts out to James if you ever see this, man. He a real good guy. Uh, I was riding in the truck with him. We was, head, we was leaving the job, uh, going to lunch at Slosky's. Mm -hmm. And I get a phone call. It's his son. And he was like, you know, hey, I'm going to uh, miss the game. Cause we have to work late, we had a blow up. Mm -hmm. And so his son replied, he was on speed, his son replied, uh, you, you never get to make it. I should have known, you know. And that hurt me. I was oh, like, wow. dang, this, yeah. this is a young kid. Yeah. And I know it hurt him. You know, mm -hmm. uh, us as men, we respond with the macho. Uh, right. And he was like, you know, you like those things I buy, with, buy for you, right? And it, put, it brought me back. Right. my childhood when people would say uh well at least you got this but it's never about the things that you get mm -hmm. that i believe it's about the time the quality time that the kids get with their fathers mm -hmm. and so getting the game over having you there at my game mm -hmm. is has no match you know right. so i would right. rather have you there and see you there even if you didn't give me anything that whole month mm -hmm. if i saw you there it was more it meant more to me and so i was like man that's tough yeah and I, was like, I don't want that life mm -hmm. i was like man that's and that was my first month at the job, mm -hmm. and I said, "Man, I, I don't really, I don't really want that." Mm -hmm. And so I just continued over the years seeing guys going back and forth with their wives, going back and forth with their kids, not having good relationships. Mm -hmm. And you know, even in my uh, previous, my previous employer when I was in Lufkin, man, them guys was all divorced. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody mm -hmm. like, man, divorced two, three times because they was taken away from the family so much right. just to put food on the table. Mm -hmm. And then you doing all this work, and your wife run off with somebody else. It's like. Yeah. Man, and that that taught me women need time, attention, and affection. Mm -hmm. And you're not giving them that, mm -hmm. you're going to get it from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So if you're on the job working all the time, I was like, I don't want that life. So the best thought I had, I said, I don't have kids, I don't have a wife right now. Let me make the decision to do what I want to do and mm -hmm. build it up to the point where I can sustain a life and mm -hmm. for my family when I have one. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was enough for me. I was like, I didn't want that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Time for the wife. My wife is shooting this. Hey, Dr. <laughs> hey, Dr. Snack. Hey. hey, it's Boogie. Uh, <laughs> it's the Eddie Francis Podcast Show. I'm Eddie Francis with Bravo, uh, personal trainer extraordinaire. So you get into personal training. Yeah. You start getting your clients. Yeah. When did you have that first experience with a client that made you say to yourself, this was the right decision? So it was, okay. It's always that time, because you're gonna meet all different types of clients, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I had a one lady, and she came to me, she was like, I just wanna thank you, I really appreciate you. But I was like, okay, you know, to me, I'm like, this is what I love to do, like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I love helping people. And I believe she lost like 11 pounds mm -hmm. that first month. And like, she had tears in her eyes, because she was like, I really want, oh, I really wow. want this, yeah. you know? And to me, I was like, wow, like, I'm really doing something to help someone feel better about themselves, better about, because we all deal with demons on the inside. Mm -hmm. Never know what people, we may be putting on smiles, but never know what we facing with on the inside. And the suicide rate is mm -hmm. going up. A lot of people, you know, committing suicide for reasons you like, why? You could have just talked to someone. Mm -hmm. So,
for me, it's like I'm like a therapist. A lot of people tell me some of the most personal things in their life, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like I, I call myself a, a physical therapist, mm-hmm. like they're a mental therapist, everything because they come into me, opening up to me, and I'm getting to know these people on a personal level that some of their families don't even know. Mm-hmm. And I'm coaching them through it and trying to encourage them to face face those fears, those obstacles, and uh, they better themselves. And we gonna do it through physical fitness. Yeah. And so for me, it was like that's so powerful. And I was like, that's why I pray with everybody, too, you know, because I don't know what they're facing. So some people make uh, statements in a session, so I try to remember that, and I try to focus Mm -hmm. on putting that in the prayer so they know I personalize their prayers for them, whether it be couples with you or your wife. And I want to bring that bond where it's not like a generic prayer, but I always say generic things, such as, like, how I ended all blessing with good health, happy drugs, success, and good money, because we all need that, Mm -hmm. you know? You need good health. Mm You know, that's why we're working out. Mm-hmm. You want money in your pocket, so we got to add that in. But I always want to cater my prayers to my clients because I'm like, there's something that may be going on in your life that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. So maybe God could come through me and say some words that probably inspire you, lift you up, and make you second-guess a decision you probably was going to make later on, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, that was everything. When I heard her just, like, seeing that, face, mm-hmm. that look on her face, and I was like, man, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, you mm-hmm. know. Even when, even when I meet the people that they want to just strangle me, ha, boy, but it's all worth it. God keep me humble, but it's all worth so, it. So I mean, so going back to her, I mean, did, so have you have you been in contact with her? Have you stayed yeah, in contact? Uh, Can she help steady? I, I, yeah. So I always try to follow with clients, whether it be a couple months, mm-hmm. either through email or, or through text. Mm-hmm. So some of them I respond back, and some of them they move away mm-hmm. or whatnot. Uh, but they keep it going. When they mm. fall off, you know, I always, if I see them, I'm like, hey, yeah. you've been slipping. Yeah, I need yeah, you to yeah. come on back. Because the, the whole thing is, I believe, I teach you the fundamentals, the basics, yeah. you know, the technique, the form. I'm like, you could take that and you can go better yourself on your own. Mm-hmm. Keep your money in your pocket and you can probably help someone else, your mm-hmm. loved ones or a friend like that. Uh, but if I see them slipping, I'm like, hey, I need you to bring it on back, mm-hmm. let's get back, you need a little more time with me mm-hmm. to get that mental right, because it's all starts up here. Mm-hmm. So when you don't want, I just don't want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. You need to say, hey, let's get up, mm-hmm. let's go to the gym. I don't want to eat healthy today. I mm-hmm. want my fried pork chops, I want my, <laughs> my candy ends with the extra sugar. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we gotta say, no, no, I don't, I don't need to do that. But once they get the fundamentals down, mm-hmm. it's easier for them. Like, they don't have to be perfect or be vegan. They just have to like they be mindful and aware. Today, I'm not going to go that route. Mm-hmm. You know, a little healthier route, four days out the week. Then I'll mm-hmm. treat myself, you know, reward themselves at the end. So, yeah. That's, that's one thing I found with you. I mean, in working with you, one thing that I found was that I've enjoyed working with you because, number one, you keep it light, I mean, lighthearted. Um, you have fun with it, you yeah. know. Um, you know, you you're not just a vegan; you're a fun vegan. Yeah. And I mean, and you're not one of those vegans who makes people feel guilty just because yeah. they're thinking about chicken. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. you know. And I think I think those are great things. And so, with that being said, I know that you commented this before with me that you can see me changing in a, yeah. in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, what's it like when you see your clients? And, and you see a change in self-esteem with them. I mean, how, how can you tell that something on the inside is changing? They're getting on shape on the inside yeah. as well. Man, it's it's like you walk in with this glow. Like, I used to, mm-hmm. every time you walk in on Wednesdays, I used to be like, man, everybody looking, looking <laughs> sharp, bro. It's like you walk with a different confidence. Mm-hmm. And like you can see that coming out of them. They're like, man, they feeling good. I always know my clients not doing what I tell them to do. Like, okay. they don't know it, but man, when I tell you, I'm looking like, it ain't terrible. 
Because <laughs> you can see it's in their spirit. They know they didn't follow the direction, so you like, they didn't do good this week. Yeah. So then I'll ask like, hey, how'd you do? I mean, is, uh, it, is, I it, is it posture? Is it looking at eyes? The posture, it's the posture. It's everything. It's okay. their whole. It's their whole energy because they're thinking about it. Yeah. So I'm reading energy all. And do they day. look guilty? Oh yeah, they look guilty all the time. <laughs> you can't hide it. You can't hide it when you've been messing up, man. So, so when, like when you used to walk in, bro, I'm like, man, I can see it. Physically, I can see it. It's just, just walking mm -hmm. with that posture. You're looking stronger. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you, walking with a whole different swag. And I'm like, when I feel that energy off, because when you go harder in the workout, it's like you see it's working. Like I have a lady, uh, you met her yesterday, Diana. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She came to me. I'm about to put your business out there. She came <laughs> and she said, Bravo, my like sports bra doesn't even fit. It's too big now. Mm -hmm. To me, like, I was like, that is an amazing goal. Yeah. Like, that has to feel so good when you say, I'm putting on something that was tight on me. Oh, I can't even fit. I got to put on another bra because mm -hmm. this sports bra is too large. That I know for women that feels amazing, mm -hmm. you know? And for me to hear that, I'm like, I know she feels good. So I know she's going to keep going harder. And she's like, oh, I'm getting where I want to be, you know? Mm -hmm. So and when other people start to notice it, because I always notice it first. They mm -hmm. only, I can tell when somebody lost a, a two, three pounds, mm -hmm. about three, four inches, it's like, okay, they working, all right, cool. Yeah. But they don't see it, because they look at themselves on a daily basis. So I always try to encourage them, hey, man, like, you're doing good. Like, yeah. I, feel, I see it in you. So don't get discouraged because you don't see it. Just look at yourself. I, out of the shower every day, you mm -hmm, know? Mm -hmm, so but mm -hmm. when I see it, man, it just gives me a wonderful feeling. Hearing those things like Diana with this like you walking in, just mm -hmm. walking with that bravado, chest <laughs> all that. I be like, bro, this this what I do it for. Yeah. It makes me feel good. Cause I'm like, I always meet people, trust me, that's not going to make it, you know, because it they have yeah. to really want it. So when I meet people that really want it, I know they're gonna get through it, you know, mm -hmm. because they determined. And when you start to see it, it just builds up that confidence. Mm -hmm. And when that confidence in them, man, like they're like, you know what, I'm going out this week. I'm gonna get dressed. No, I'm gonna, I can fit this dress I couldn't fit in like three years ago. Man, mm -hmm. that's some of the best news. Like all, all my mm -hmm. compliments, I don't care what people say. Hey, brother, I like working out with you. When people tell me, oh, I can fit jeans I haven't fit since yeah. high school or college. To me, that's like, that's my compliment. Cause I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I got them going mentally. Hey, they looking good, they feeling good. That's my compliment for me, you know? I want to hear the results that they, the experiences they are having when they go back and try on old clothes. Mm -hmm. Oh, brother, I need a whole nother wardrobe because I done lost too much weight. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you need to go spend money, that makes me feel good mm -hmm. because, hey, that means we doing what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. All right, so I got to tell you, I disobeyed one major order, and that is I bought something that's smaller. So this shirt is a large. I've been wearing extra larges since college. Yeah. So this is a large. So I'm back in the large. My and man. I was just like, yeah. I was like, oh. oh and I got, I was, I was, yeah, I was in the store. I was like, I'm gonna get this large, man. I'm gonna see how it works out. But um, and so thank you for that, yeah. man. But so so in 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 thinking about that and looking at uh, looking at the fact that there are people who have made these tremendous gains internally. Um, and you saw a video that I posted where I said, you know, you got to work in before yeah, you work out. Exactly. Um, and so in, in thinking about that, there are people who do get hung up on physical appearance. And, and the physical appearance is your thing. That's live your truth, do yeah. your thing, get your gains. But with the people who seem preoccupied with physical appearance, like I got to lose weight for this wedding, you know, <laughs> and all this kind of thing. What do you see with them? Is there anything with them that you see happening internally or not happening internally? So they, with those type of people, they have one goal in mind, which is like, oh, I need to lose this for this way. I need to lose this for my vacation. Right. Whenever I hear that. Summer's coming. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I hear that, 
I'm like, okay, that's their motivation. But my fear is what's going to happen after that deadline. Yeah. So say we lose 20 pounds, you look good in bikini, you made it to the wedding, your yeah. dress fits great. What happens after that? On honeymoon, you're like, oh, I made I got married, I fit in my dress. Okay, I don't have to work out anymore. I can forget everything I learned. Got I go him. back to, <laughs> yep, I got him. I'm about to go back into eating the way I want to eat. And then they put on the right. weight they lost plus more. So it's harder to train some people that have the mindset of, I just want to be right for this certain mm -hmm. time. They don't have, see it as a lifestyle change. They see it as like a temporary change. Yeah. And so internally, if I don't reach them, say if I, get, if I have them for three to four months, oh, I got them. I can, I'm going to change all that around. But if people I get that I'm only going to have for six to eight weeks, I want to lose 10, 15 pounds, it's, I always see them tend to slip back and fall mm -hmm. because I didn't have enough time to get them to go mentally, mm -hmm. you know? And so it takes, change habits, change lifestyle, it takes 30 plus days to change those habits. So if, I only go, if I'm only seeing them two, three times a week and I'm only seeing them for four weeks, mm -hmm. five weeks, six weeks, mm, I could do my best to try to get them going, you know, to change them mentally, to mm -hmm. want to do this as a lifestyle change. Uh, not to just be on my lifestyle change, but to be on their own lifestyle. Like, I just want to be better for myself internally with what I'm eating and putting in my body. Mm -hmm. Because our body generates cells from what we put into it. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be putting trash in, you will have a trash body. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if people get that in their mind, they're like, oh, this is why I feel like this. Because I've been eating trash all yeah. day. Yeah. So, so for me, I wish I could get those people longer to change their mindset. But they always... It's about 75% chance mm -hmm. they're going to fall off. Mm -hmm. But if they stick with it for a longer period, they're like, you know what? I kind of like what this feels like. Mm -hmm. I feel good. I'm sleeping better. I have mm -hmm. more energy. I'm playing with my kids more. My husband liked the way I look. My wife mm -hmm. liked the way I look. So it's like that. When they start to see that, they're like, I want this as a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. But when they have that deadline, it's normally... They always end up falling off. Yeah. Like, and, and by the way, not picking on the ladies because there are guys who I'm convinced they want a six pack just for Instagram. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Oh my God. I have plenty Instagram uh, clients. They just want they want to look good or post a picture. That's yeah. it. Because angles is everything. Yeah, yeah. Angles is the thing. Like this day and age with these filters. Oh my God. Angles is all that matters. I've had people come in, man. They start losing weight. They start posting a bunch of pictures, and then they're like, Hey, the angles look good. They're like, They'll start working out. Like, I'm so serious, man. People just really wanted for the angles just to get the attention. And it's like, I'm 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 not a huge on Instagram. I'm yeah. like, I don't post I used to post a lot when I did my more daily prayers. Right. But I right. focus more on the business. So I'm like, my time and attention, I wanna mm -hmm. put it into that. And so I was like, I don't be on as much, you know, people don't see me flexing all the time. Cause I'm like, it's just Instagram, you mm -hmm. know, and that attention, I get attention when I walk around there. I'm a walking billboard. Mm -hmm. So I always give you like, hey. You want the attention, you want the abs, you just want it for, you know, get the ladies or get the guys' attention. Cool, that's that's all great and dandy. But focus on your personal health first. Mm -hmm. You know, that what matters more because as we get older, you get married or whatnot, Instagram gonna fade away. Yeah. You're not gonna be posting yeah. pictures every day. You're not gonna always get that attention yeah. from those strangers. You know, people yeah. going for likes like it's cocaine, man. Like, <laughs> bruh, it's like, hey, these likes, slow it down a little bit. Yeah. So, in, in Instagram, social media, people actually get in their feelings if they don't get enough likes on their pictures. Yes. Oh, I didn't get it. Yes. I only got 20 likes. I got to delete this. I've but it's, it was that. a wonderful photo. Yeah. You know, so it's like you you are uh, basing your happiness of other people's wow. attention on you. 
So wow. I'm like, and that's why so many people want to get in shape and they want to be half naked. But hey, teach his own. Do it. <laughs> I post a top. I post a shirtless picture every now and then. You know, that's just showing off my workouts. But this, this dude, man, he was. What was that? Aruba? Where uh, you Hawaii. Were no, 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 no. You, you. Oh, I was in the Barbados. In Barbados. Barbados in yeah. Barbados doing his Mandango Warrior thing, working right. out on a stick between two trees and yeah. every little kid like. Ah! I had to Hey, I saw the opportunity. I said, you know what? I want to work out. So that's that what happens. The more you work out, you be like, you know what? I don't want to take days off. When I'm yeah, on vacation, yeah, that's the way I am. When I was yeah. in Hawaii, I ran every day. Yeah. I don't want to take days because I'm like, this is my lifestyle. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want to work towards it for a certain date. And I forget all about it. Mm -hmm. See, when it comes to that lifestyle, you go, man, bro, I don't feel right. I didn't mm -hmm. do no push-ups today. I have to do something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I got uh, Eddie Francis podcast show to close it out. I have three questions that I love to ask my guests. Uh, I call this the ID3. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a statement. You complete it. Okay? okay. All right. So first statement. The best workout is like having linguine legs. Linguine legs? You do a real good leg day. Oh. Come out oh. shaking, boy. Yeah, yeah, legs yeah. be like. We walking out like crazy. So that's what a good workout feels like. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know if I want that good of a workout, but all right, I'll go for that. Um, the best client is one who? That appreciates the work they're putting in. Mm -hmm. Doesn't complain. Even if they complain, that just appreciates the process mm -hmm. and uh, not looking for the quick fix. Those are the best clients because they know it takes time to put in that work. Okay, all right. When a client talks about how good he or she feels, it makes me feel amazing. Uh, truly amazing. Because that means I'm fulfilling my purpose. Uh, I feel appreciated. Even though they're talking about themselves, that they feel good, it makes me feel like they appreciate me. Because I'm putting so much time, energy, mental strength into them, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it makes me just feel amazing. All right. Yeah. Michael Bravo and Matthews. Damn. Frat brother, fellow New Orleanian. Damn. 504. All day. And <laughs> <In> A5. <laughs> All day, baby. Yo, ice cold jam. Thank you, brother. All love, baby. All love. Again, that was my, my frat brother, my friend, Micah Bravo Matthews from the old Eddie Francis podcast show, a 2018 interview. And no, the brother has not changed a bit. Go check him out on his social media channels to see what he's doing and uh, check him out at bravo.fit. Past episodes of For Our Edification can be found at eddiefrancis.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm only asking you to do three things for me. Download, give feedback, and share. For the incredible Dr. Halima League Francis, I'm Eddie Francis. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of For Our Edification.